battery and uh, we can use it if we want to search stuff. Um, the Wi-Fi, the Wi-Fi, okay. Fabulous, mate. So, um, yeah, we're on. Lovely. So, uh, mate, what have you been doing? What's what's this Chris? What's this Christmas uh, bring you? Don't mind don't mind the oil in here. Okay. Um, very excited. Mushroom coffee mix. Yeah. Look. Um, so, very so, so basically, <laughs> yeah. So basically, apparently, um, these mushrooms come from um, uh, the Amazon um, or Colorado, actually. Uh, but they're the same type of mushrooms that grow in the in the Amazon. Wow. And um, there's a couple of unique mushroom blends, but this has got an extract of this thing called a blue mushroom, which Apparently the, the, the South Americans, um, it's quite tribal to them. Apparently mushrooms are one of these things where they're, they're, they're unalive. Um, yeah, yeah. Or, or the, shall I say, the blueprint of the mushroom is such that when a mushroom grows, it always grows in a sequence. And I think it, whenever you have a mushroom in the center, it's always going to have, I think, four or six mushrooms around it, equally distanced from the center mushroom. That's crazy. So they're, they're quite a unique, they're unique wow. in their own. There's yeah, something yeah. about their blueprint. Something unique about our blueprint. There's a lot oh, of wow. unique things about our blueprint. So we're not going to be taking our clothes off and dancing around. <laughs> <in the fly? laughs> I was listening to a podcast today. Do you know that in America, in New York, I think at the stroke of midnight, everybody takes off their clothes wow. okay. and runs a four-mile run. Wow. And what they do is they run out of their year into the new year. How good is that? Right, so they basically kind of go, yeah, okay, yeah. <laughs> all my um, all my journal entries for 2017... Yep. I'm gonna go put it in a bucket, take what's good from it, leave it, leave the rest behind, and, and, and run, run into beginnings. the new year. Exactly. So, um, and I'm, I'm really looking forward to new beginnings for yeah. 2018. It'll be exciting. There's a big change in the air. There is right. There is a big change in the air. I'm noticing that. Big change. I'm noticing people have had a really nice. Um, that they've looked forward to a really good break. I'm noticing a lot of people are on holidays. Yep. Or in holiday mode. Definitely. Um, I noticed you're in holiday mode. Yeah, I'm in t-shirt and shorts and just come from the beach and you can see the hair, no gel, it's unreal. Yeah, but man, you went all the way to Balmoral. You pay good council rates to stay here, man. Yeah, I know. And yesterday I went to Wet and Wild, even crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Did you? Oh my, bro, I worked hard to get out of that side of Sydney. <laughs> well, I think I saw a couple of rellos out there. It was, it was crazy, dude. It was crazy. We got out there first thing and we just bolted for the rides got up and down at least five or six rides and then the crowd set in and then that was way full rest of the day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was fun. It was good. Kids had great. We've, um, we have got to accept that, man. Yeah. It was unreal. It was good. It was good. It's good to get out there. Something different. It's all about, it's all about, yeah, I mean, if you prepare yourself and get there early, I mean, I remember Australia's Wonderland, dude. I mean, we Totally, live, yeah. We used to Even live down Luna the Park. Road. Luna Park. We used to live down the road from Australia's Wonderland. Yeah. All the all the all the wogs moved out. All the Egyptian wogs moved out to Rockdale, Arncliffe, Brighton. Yeah, yeah. Yep. And my parents went further south, uh, sorry, west, and they bought concrete. And or if it wasn't <laughs> concrete, they definitely made sure it turned into concrete. Yep. Um, and uh, they moved closer there, and we we used to live down the end of the Horsley Drive. Yeah, yeah. And so all the the family friends, the only reason they'd come over to us is because we had Wonderland. <laughs> They had the ocean, but we had Wonderland, and Love the kids it. wanted Wonderland. Love it. So uh, we used to um, meet up at our place and, and then head up there. It was good times, man. Experiences, right? Experiences, bro. And that's what we're finding, even with the kids today. Get rid of the stuff. Get rid of the 
materialistic thing and go for experiences. Yeah. That's that that's everlasting. You know, you think about exactly you just talked about one morning growing up. You can think about those times that you're going on the slides and doing all the the, the experiential things. Yeah. Because it's deeply implanted in your memory. Well, um, you know, I was I was, uh, I was thinking um, we go we kind of go through uh, life. I think I think I mean uh, we're going to talk about some highlights. Um, the, I'm going to have to write some stuff down, man, because everything you're saying is just striking um, thing, you know, chords. Um, but experiences is kind of what you end up with, right? You think you end up at the end with the material aspect of why you work so hard, and you kind of go, that's why I've worked hard. Now I've got the house, now I've got the car, and now I've got all that. Um, but if you never went for the goal, you never would have been forced to change and challenge yourself into Lovely. new areas. And so what you end up with is becoming change, and you, you end up with your experiences and the journey, not what you think it's all about. So true. And you know what, the more I've been doing what I've been doing, from my own personal experience, but also seeing friends and clients go through that same journey as well, set a goal, achievement, ah, mm, mm, that was good, mm, okay, what's next? Set another goal, achieve it, mm, yeah, great. The fulfillment element is a whole nother element. Goal achievement is, it's easy. As I say, time and time again, it's positive, consistent activity compounding over time. Right? It's There's no rocket science in that. But fulfillment is different. So we could see that plant and you go, oh, man, look at that plant, the root system, blah, blah, blah. Well, you talk about mushrooms. That's like fulfillment in yeah. its whole sense of beingness, right? Yeah. yeah. And I go, especially, yeah, cool. Especially they're, they're, man. Totally, yeah. <laughs> the little, little fungi, you know, growing out of it. So it's different, right? Mm. So fulfillment is different. And the more... You know, I, me personally on this journey, the more you talk to people, I talk to people, the more I coach people and be around people, it's getting that fulfillment. Yeah, they're successful. You know, these guys are squillionaires, they've got all the toys, they've got all this and that and all the stuff. Still not happy. It's like, dude, what are you doing? You know, it's just like, have a look at the mirror and what drives you, what fulfills you. That's that's an art form. That's an art form. Because what you see is, is art, someone else sees it completely different it's it's interesting building up the uh the like if you think about a child coming into the world and then uh everything that they start to form in their mind ends up becoming a you know their little their little reality their own little universe i mean at the end of the day we are the center of the entire universe we we make up our own decisions we 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 determine whether that's really gray or is it black or whatever it is like we all have our own you know barometer of tapering things and and we've done some really good things through the personality profiling with our with our team and you kind of go well you got that personality type when is it ever amped up and when when you're amped up all of a sudden it's like a uh, amplifier just changing on your on your radio. It's a dog. You just know? you just you tune it up and yeah. you, and you, you when you tune in, right? You tune in with your, so it's a different frequency, but then you turn the volume up. Yeah. Right. And when you tune in, turn the volume up. Wowza! That's when you the, your whole vibration starts to shift. Yeah. Starts to change, and then your awareness it just goes through the roof, and and your intuition just goes through a whole another level. And then that then forms in you as a person, you as a leader, particularly for those in business, it just goes, takes them to another level because you can walk into a room and you can go, who's in, who's out, who's on song, and who needs to be on the same page. That's through your intuition. And that's that frequency of tuning in and then ramping it up. Yeah, it's also got a way of um, eliminating what isn't in your frequency and what isn't in your vibration, yeah, doesn't it? Totally, totally, totally. 
and like that's the, that's the thing is it's like when you're on purpose when you've got that frequency in you're and then we've talked about this so many times in that flow right flow you, you're in that flow and you just other things that shiny ball syndrome starts it's just gone because you just you, you're on song you're in flow and you're not distracted by those little look at me look at me you know yep. the shiny balls yep. because you're doing you do yeah you, you, you're on your groove and you just hey this is what, what i'm good at and this is what i'm here for yeah that's what it's all about habits mm. so um Ooh. i was uh, i've been i've been listening to a ton of podcasts these last couple of days which is great i love the fact that you know my partner loves listening to podcasts awesome. and I heard a couple of really, really good podcasts. But this guy that was talking about habits was saying that the, that they've, they've measured people when, um, you know, when they come off smoking, the physical addiction is out, is out within a week. Yep. All the other, um, cravings that come from not having the nicotine, uh, apparently way stronger than the actual tool of smoking and nicotine. Yep. Um, so, so I imagine that if you get to a vibration which is strong enough and elevated enough, those all the all the negatives starts to fall out because they say that it's people that overcome one habit at a time they start to uh, develop this compounding effect. It's like if you took a group of people and they all stopped smoking, what you also notice is they also start to do better with their money. They also start to form other habits. They also start to realize that they can get this control over their day-to-day and elevate into this area of flow and you go, whooshka, all on. Totally. Yet, you put the same person back into the old environment, what will happen? Yeah. I'll go back to the old habits. You do have to change your environment. A good dear friend of mine, loving the bits, Todd Crandell, Ice, coke, crack attic, found himself living out of his car, turned to exercise, turned to Iron Man. So he's done something like 23 Iron Man over the last 20, 15, 20 years, and he's been clean for that long. But he keeps on saying, every day's a battle. You know, he's been clean for that yeah, long, but every day's that. a battle, you know? I do remember and, that. And he says so often, he goes, you know what? He goes, my focus is strong. I need. I'm on purpose. But dude, you put his because he now he, he coaches and trains people with getting off the stuff and and into exercise. And he says, but you, they get back into those same environments and boom, they're straight back into those old habits. So that's why it's so important to yes to have positive habits, but also have positive habits with a positive environment to make you soar and make you catapult even more because that's when. That's when you'll continually do good things. Yeah. You know, they say, you know, look at your, your, your top five mates, average yep. it out, and hey, you'd be a similar position in income, relationships, and so forth. So it's it's the, the whole birds of the same feather flock together yeah. element. I've got a really good mate of mine. Um, his name's uh, his name's Reza. I think you've met him. Is the uh, yeah? He's in Bali. At the yeah, he's in Bali. The FX <laughs> I saw guy. Yeah. I, uh, I, I I FaceTimed him uh, today, and he uh, he was out on this deck in the middle of um, the ocean. I saw that shot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Man, let me tell you, dude, that guy. You couldn't get to stop dancing in his living room on his living room couch at six a.m. in the morning when no one was in the living room. He would have never known anybody was looking in. He was just he he just kept going and you know, yeah, well. loveliest guy. But I think it was BJJ, but I think it was smoking. 
and but it obviously you know it doesn't come in that order first you move and you and you try and forge a way through this life you think you need to do this you think you need to do that and you've eventually got to nudge your way in and just create enough change that eventually you get onto it you get hooked onto creating another change and another change and then you move back to sydney bro holy moly talk about the laws of attraction um once you get into vibration and flow so true um, and I'm um, so 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 happy for him. Yeah, I'm so happy that fantastic. he's uh, he's just realised, and he and he tells me all the time. He goes, once I realised that I could get control over that, yep. I can get control over everything. Correct. And um and and the will, the the muscle of will, um, is, sh- is it's it's so true because, <clears throat> and I share this story so often, is when I started started first doing the the ultra, runs. And so back in the day, you know, it was City of Surf, the 14 kilometer run in Sydney. That was, you know, that was woohoo. And then a good mate of mine said, Dave, Dave Gray said, all right, come on, Shorty. You, you know, you, you used to be a swimmer, so you can swim. You can run, you've done City of Surf. Let's, let's, you know, let's do a half, a half, a half uh, marathon. So we do a half marathon. Sweet, no worries. I said, listen, I'll do it, but look at this body. I'm not built for. I'm a, used to be a swimmer. I'm not built for running. He goes, come on, come on, let's, let's set a goal. Let's go and do it. You know, you know, the deal, you know the deal. So we go and do it. And he goes, okay, cool. We've done the half. What's next? We'll do a full marathon. I said, listen, I've got flat feet, my knee, bad knees. I'm stocky. I'm not good for running. He goes, come on, come on, come on. Let's go. You, you're the goal man. Set a goal. Let's go and do it. <laughs> we do a marathon. <clears throat> he goes, all right. You can run. You've done it. You've done a marathon. We had a couple of done it. Done a couple of marathons by then. He said, you can swim. He said, all you need to get it on a bike, right? Come on, let's, let's do this thing called a, a triathlon. And there's this little thing called a half Ironman. I said, what's a half Ironman? Well, he goes, it's a 1.8 kilometer swim. This is David Gray? This is David Gray. 1.8 kilometer swim. I've got to replay this conversation yeah, to him. <laughs> well, there's some good stories there. 1.8 kilometer swim, um, 90K bike ride, and a 21K run. I said, listen. I said, all right, I'll have a crack. But this is it, no more. I said, okay, yeah. all right, sorry, sorry. Sure enough. One turn into two, two turn into three. He goes, all right, you know what's next? I said, don't. Don't go there. He goes, the full Ironman. I said, the full Ironman. I said, you do realize what's entailed with a full Ironman. 3.8 kilometer swim, 180 kilometer bike ride and a 42 kilometer run. I said, is that all together? He goes, yeah, that's all together. Wow. I said, I said, all right, <clears throat> let's go and have a crack. So when we do it and one turn into two and, and now we've done, we've completed four, and, and then I thought to myself, okay, what's next? Now I've got the bug, right? So I thought, well, let's see what I could do with my running, even though this body's not meant to run, and let's do an ultra marathon. And he goes, what's an ultra? So an ultra marathon is a 100 kilometer run. And not just a run on the road, but let's go through bush, right? So there's a, there's a, um, there's a run in the Blue Mountains in Sydney, um, and it's the ultra, ultra marathon through there. So I did my first one a number of years ago. And what I realized when I started to, to, to train with these guys who are very, who do these ultras all the time, was that it started to become the normal conversation. So what I mean by that is that we start to, we start to talk about, you know, these guys have done already half a dozen in a year. They've done 30, 40 throughout their career. Like these guys are running 100, 200 kilometer races. It's like a whole nother level, right? But that becomes the norm of the conversation. 
And what happens is that then my language starts to change. And then what happens is that then I go back to talk to people who their longest run was the city of surf to 14 kilometers and they can't comprehend what it takes to run 100. And when I realized this, this is one of the biggest aha moments of going through this training process of training out for the 100K run is that because these starts to shift my own paradigm of what's possible. These guys have done it over and over again, but the people who are still running 14 kilometers can't get their head around, yeah. right? And then I realized if this is just to do around running, what would it be like around other areas of life? Yeah. Around your relationships, around your finances, around yeah. your business. And that's so important of getting that realization of who you're surrounding yourself, what kind of game that you're really playing on all levels of life, yeah. not just health and fitness, not just business, but relationships and finances and yeah. everything yeah. Yeah. to really, you know, to really take yourself to another level. It's yep. so important. And, and the power of making a small decision just to at least get you further enough to start to have the conversations and start to, to make it second nature to you the more you talk about it you know what you focus on grows and totally becomes easier to make each decision so one of the things i wanted to ask you was about your morning rituals yes um but since you were talking about some of your sporting events Mm. um tell me a little bit about so um james short used to run a gym yes um a crossfit gym yes back in the time when crossfit was pretty big yeah back in the day so Uh, quick summary was uh, studied sports science at university, um, had a very successful personal training career through university, and then after uni teamed up with a colleague of mine, and we joined forces and we bought our first gymnasium in uh, Surrey Hills in Sydney, and we combined it with uh, at the day uh, Fitness versus Huge it was just going gangbusters, but then there was a couple of, like personal training studios. So like our mates, Andrew Simo from Vision Personal Training had just started. And so we thought, let's do something in the middle. So it's personalized training. Um, and then we started another one in, in Circular Key and business was going, was going wow. really well, right? And we, we grew it to where we won um, Australia Business of the Year in the Fitness Center of the Year, um, Australia wide, both on the business level and also on a um, fitness community level. I was fortunate enough to win personal trainer of the year two years in a row. Wow. Um, so it was good. We, we had the business going really well. Then in 2008, I sold, and, and then we moved into the CrossFit world, um, then sold that business back to my business partner in 2008, just before GFC, so it was good timing. Um, and that's when I said, well, what am I going to do with my life? It was a bit of a crossroads. And I thought, well, I've always loved helping people. I've always been coached in all my businesses. And I thought, well, let's let's put a pilot program together of all the stuff and you know all the scars and successes that I've learned in my life up until then, running businesses. I uh, had a couple other businesses as well throughout that time. Um, all the scars, all the stuff I learned from all my coaches, and let's run a, a four month pilot program. So I brought ten people together for that four months, and I thought, I wonder if I could turn this into a business. And so what happened was that every fortnight the group would come together and I would add another tool to their toolkit about setting goals and achieving right. and so forth. And throughout that four months, people achieved more in those four months than the, the whole previous year, it was huge. And the story that I wanna share with you is there's one guy in particular, he was an interior designer, and he had a goal of to be Australia's leading interior designer. <clears throat> and that was like, it's like huge, awesome dude. Big, hairy, audacious goal, put it out there, cool. 
Halfway through the four-month program, an opportunity came across his table to be on a reality TV show of interior designers. Wow. Right? And he was really hesitant because, you know, he said, this can really help or can really stuff up your reputation completely, right? But the group, the tribe, said, you know what? Do it. We'll back you. Just go for it. So he went on it and he came second out in the reality TV show. Wow. In the competition. And his name is Darren Palmer. Now, since that show, Darren has gone on and now he's the judge on the block. Mm. He's got all these world, uh, Australia-wide sponsors. Um, and I saw him a couple of months ago. Shorty, he goes, I remember that that first time and, and you, you told me to go on that show and I did and look where I am today. All thanks to your program. So, mate, mm. you did it. But that's the... You're backing yourself and that's the collective consciousness of people supporting you and, and having you go. So that's a summarised version of where we're up to today. Now, one of the things I wanted to say was the um, the 90-day workshops this year. Yeah. Um, mate, um, you know, it's you can walk away from one and uh, you get a bit of activity. You can walk away from two with the opportunity to reflect, work out what you could have improved on. Yep. How to refocus, why, why to refocus. And on what, and why it's important to you, constantly realigning. And uh, how long have I been attending the ninety-day workshops with you? Since inception, two years. Two years. Okay, so we're talking about maybe six to eight cycles of the ninety-day workshops. Yep. You know, I think sometimes we're too quick to judge. Totally. We're way too quick to judge. <laughs> And, uh, you know, when you step out onto the pavement, life gets the better of you and you forget. And then sometimes, you know, I imagine that we go on these uh, these week, these three or four week rants where you completely steer off course. Totally. But it's just it's just human nature, right? Totally. I saw a quote today, it takes six months to build a Rolls Royce. 15, wow. 15 hours That's to build a Toyota. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. There you go. I mean, I mean, even <laughs> even Nadine would take a long a lot longer to make a slow cook, right? <laughs> that I'm gonna eat in about half an hour. <laughs> yeah, man, it's been um, it's been a very defining year. I um, so so going back, so your rituals. I mean, I, I um, I've had to set some. I've had to make some really really quick shifts in in my health this year mm. and really get control over that because you know i think i suppose it is is you, you you get too focused on working behind the desk and you forget your health and it's a, and it's a, it's been a real constant battle trying to find the right balance yep. and the right balance with what works for me yep and it's taken a long time for me to turn around and try to find the balance that is equivalent to the goal that i want to achieve correct but then tapering that is to what what, what can I do? Yep. And um, I've been a lot readily having to choose to cancel certain commitments for me. Yep. Um, you know, this week was, this year was the, the week of trying to have a couple of Mondays off and try to find some yeah, time yeah. for me. Yep. Um, I've been g- getting a great enjoyment out of the podcast. Yep. And uh, thank you. This is podcast triple <laughs> oh four, I believe. I think Mirko was triple oh three. So actually, no, this is triple oh three. Mirko is triple oh two. But they've been fun and uh, um, s- setting some, some real intentions this year with the workshop that I did with Penny, trying mm. to learn how to be a little bit more intuitive. Yep. Um, it's all a process of trying to work out how you can be better. 
mm. and how you can perform better. Yep. Um, and only you know what you're capable of and what you can do and what's good for you. Yep. And I've had a lot of enjoyment um, listening, trying to listen to myself and listen to my belly and listen to what, what the world is telling me to do. Yeah. Um, so intuition is, you know, so hence I've, I've connected more with my, my vibration. So I'm really interested to know um, how you, or what are your rituals through the day that keep your habits sticking and really high because they're the things that really deliver yeah so tell me so I'm for me the number one thing obviously I'm up every morning at five um, and the first thing for me is, is exercise um, because for me that sets my energy for throughout the day yeah um, and that could be a crossfit session it could be a run could be stairs whatever it is as long as it's moving um, because for me that just gets the head right that gets the body right that gets the emotional state right and just it sets the framework up i believe for a productive and powerful day then get home swim um meditate you got a pool got a pool you got a pool home yep um jump at the pool and it's nice because it's quiet because it's usually like 6 30 by the mm. time i get home so everyone's still quiet yeah and it gives me time just to stop and reflect in the pool um and then it's then it's meditate and then from then it's usually then the kids are up <laughs> and then it's all systems go um if i do have some time between um, after meditating and and the kids it's looking at the day and going okay, what's coming up what do i need to address first up and then do do some prioritizing from there but i usually do my planning the night before for the next day anyway okay um so then then for me it's it's a bit of family time in the morning um kids bit of kid family time routine the kids uh, need a real system is it, is it when you say all systems go i imagine that it has to be that way because that's the only way you can uh, manage large groups of people not that there's large groups of people but <laughs> there kind of is at that at that time of day multiple personalities yeah <laughs> um what i've found and i get myself caught into this trap uh, a number of times is the 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 phone and the kids so what I mean by that is when I get caught myself on the phone, checking emails and messages and all that, and then trying to get the kids ready, technical term, it goes to shit. Really? Right? But if I go phone down, I've got half an hour with them, let's get set, let's have some brekkie, let's do the lunches, let's get bags ready, let's get focus on them, they work like a dream. Mm. As soon as my attention is half-half, it all goes to shit. Yeah. And okay. that's... And that's and I'll come back to the, 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 the perception of balance later. That's what I find is, is, is maintain that focus. And then as soon as, you know, that could drop them to school or I could drop, depending on what's happening in the morning. Um, yeah, and that's, that's, that's the morning rituals for me. And um, what about the cues for your rituals? Like I notice sometimes when you've um, been waiting out the front for me to come downstairs, I imagine that maybe when you went to bed the night before, your um your jogging boots and your clothes were were prepared and and maybe it was the last thing you saw before you turned the corner and you went into your bedroom. I mean, you probably had the cues. Maybe, oh, maybe man, I'm I'm Mr. Planner. I am totally even like, for that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So for me, the night before, like my morning rituals start the night before. So it is, I obviously as I said, I plan the next day, the night before, because <clears throat> usually so. So 
seeing clients, running around throughout the day, workshops, presenting, client work throughout the day. Um, at home, then I get home. If I can sneak in another training session, like I do. If not, that's totally cool. Family time. But then when they get to bed at eight, my from eight till ten is usually admin time. Okay. Right. So that's because it's it's a different headspace that I need to be in. Um, once again, that's another important having the right headspace to do the activity that you need to do. Come back to that as well. Yeah. Um, but what that enables me to do is to have that focus on between 8 and 10 to clean out emails, to do any admin work, and then to replan the next day. So replanning is looking at appointments, it's looking at tasks, then it's looking at what am I doing in the morning. So then I go into, okay, get my training stuff out, get my you know supplements ready for the morning, um, so I'm not waking anyone up in the house. I go straight in the bathroom, get changed straight at the back. Mm. So it's I know what floorboards I need to step on. So I'm not <laughs> trial and error. Trust me, trial and error. Um, key, the keys are strategically placed on the kitchen table as I go out the back. Everything's got a place because if I don't, then there's more reasons to not. Right. Yeah, there's plenty of reasons to not. Totally. I've got a beautiful wife. I left the shoes in the car. I've got a beautiful wife lying in bed I can, you know, have a cuddle with. But yeah. you know what? That's yeah. going to help me achieve my health and fitness goals. No. And, um, yeah, it only takes, a, a, you know, like it only takes a couple of times for you to get the actual win of... of of why you're doing that mm. and then you get onto a roll and then like you Momentum. said before you know it then you're making it up to you know um 10 kilometer runs and then all of a sudden you're talking to new people and they go hey 100's possible totally and you go wow totally and Maybe. then you go you know what 250 kilometers this year wow really is possible so what are you what are you doing this year what's big the, red run <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I remember when the message came through, um, I took one look at it and, uh, and I said to myself, I don't have the right shoes for that sort of run. <laughs> and then let me tell you what happened. And then, I, and then I went for a run and then I found out that I was fitter, I was, that my, my, I was more cardiovascular fit than what my my body's ability to take all the jolts from running were. Yep. And then so I had my second challenge is that I not only did not have my shoes, but um, I, my, my body wasn't up, up to it. And then totally. that forced me to go see the Cairo. Yep. And I've done 10 sessions with him. And man, I'm, I'm, fan, I'm feeling fantastic. Fantastic. Um, we've been running. You'd be happy to know. But tell well me done. about the red run. Well done. Well done. <laughs> yeah, so you know what? The, the, it just keeps on going. So it's 250 kilometers in the Simpson Desert in Australia. In June this year, um, over six days, so it's a marathon a day for the first four days. Fifth day, it's eighty-four kilometers, and the sixth day is nine kilometers. First day is eighty-four kilometers. No, for, uh, sorry, the fifth day is eighty-four. Fifth day. First four days is a marathon a day, which is forty-two. So forty-two each day, and then you wake up forty-two, 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 then eighty-four, right. and that's day five. Yeah, and then day six is nine. <laughs> Let me tell you something, dude. Today at DK's, Damien Kelly, where I go, um, I, you know, I really enjoy my fitness classes there. He's a good guy. Um, he's a good guy, man. He's, good guy. he's just he's just a mind game professional. He ran our personal training. Get out of here. Side of the business back in the day. Did he? Yeah, he did. He knows how to put together a workout. He knows dude. his stuff. 
he uh, you know he picks it sometimes he calls it a spider um, yep. which is when you got to do the legs and then yeah, the yeah. body and the body's a circuit anyway man gut wrenching stuff sometimes <laughs> he's there and I just I look at him like he's sick like you know uh, <laughs> what must have been going through your head but yesterday we did a workout where there was um, a cardio uh, set and then there was there was a big cardio set followed by a uh, sorry there was a weight training set like um, 50 uh thrusters where you'd squat mm -hmm. and come up with the barbell and push yes. up yep. so you'd have to do 50 of those Nasty. and then you'd have to do the cardio set which might have been um 20 kick sits or 30 kick sits and wow. you had to do it six times around the clock right six Nasty. minutes straight so anyway there was four sets so eight sets together eight sets can i tell you at set number five i i, I got up and looked around and everyone was looking down at the ground yep. it was you could tell <laughs> that there was a mind battle Totally. Which is, I'm ready to leave now. Totally. I can't, are, are you staying? No, are you staying? Yeah, they're obviously staying. Okay, let's hurry up and get back to our equipment. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that's that's what fascinates me about 42, 42, 42, then 84. Yeah. Um, and that's really the test. Totally. Um, so, Simpson Desert. Yeah. So tell me what you have had to encounter following the decision which you made to attend this, because that's really what matters, right? Injuries. Injuries, yeah. The body's uh, telling you no, and you're saying no. You, you you're gonna catch up. Yeah, it's the body's going. Mm, try this on for size. Boom. Try that on for size. Boom. Mm. It's like okay, cool. What else can we do? How can yeah. we do it around it? What do I need to do to get myself back? And yeah, it's gonna be a slow run. Hey, but it's all about finishing in these long runs. It's not about where you finish. Um, and because it's for me, it's it's who I become more of along the way rather than actually doing it. Because you know, overcoming these injuries, of course, it's an obstacle. How do we go around it? Um, just like life, yeah. it'll throw you curveballs all the time. But it's mm -hmm. how you react. So you know what? I'm pulling the pin, or okay, well, let's do a different way. Um, and you could easily not set a goal and just be really normal and nothing would change otherwise you, you or you know your health might deteriorate but you could choose the other way and and um, make no advancement or you can choose the biggest goal and the the most the most it would be the most amazing achievement you kind of go well I'm gonna turn and face myself and point it in that direction and see what happens and and wear it and and yeah. take, it, take it on the chin totally Totally. And that's why I look back at the last 10 years of what, like just on health and fitness, of what events that I've gone in and, and participated and come over the finish line. It's like, that's been a busy 10 years. Like it's been half a dozen half Ironmans. It's been four full Ironmans. It's been two ultras. It's like, it's like... Wow. Yeah. There is a bit in there. Totally. So it's like, for me, it's having a, a, a one bigger event per year yeah and just going for that because there, there, that. there's so many different that's why habit health and fitness is, is, is a great metaphor because you're in complete control yeah right? it's the only thing you can take by the horns man totally you know and you can get complete control but then put an event into it yeah right yeah. And, and there's more to it yes you get the health and fitness benefits the you know the physical benefits and the weight loss and the muscle gain and the you know, cardiovascular, all that kind of good stuff and yeah. the hormones, but it's who you become as a person. It's who you step up to be and go, you know what, 
I'm going for it. Yeah. You know, it's like you look at Jodie. Look what she's done with her her runs. Yeah, man. You know, she's she she's been doing exactly that. And, and she's shifted herself rather than just hitting the gym. You hit the gym and you know, yeah. boxing club, whatever it is for you. Yeah. But it's just like you know, you set an event. Dude, you become more of a person. Yeah, and I can tell you that um, Jody's character is definitely, um, whether it be as a result of the events or the character that she becomes as a result of these events, they are all her. Like when I see mm. her and she's, she does, you know, she works for us and she does an amazing job and she's got all that commitment and all that totally. character, the same self-talk that's going on when she's, you know, exactly. the kilometre mark. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the thing, that's the powerful thing. That's why I keep on stressing in people's minds is if you're doing health and fitness, do an event, do a Tough Mudder, yeah. do a, you know, whatever it is, do an obstacle course, do a marathon, do something mm. that's going to push you to your limits mm. and a little bit more because you'll become more once you're doing it. Yeah. It's it, on, on so many different levels because you mm. can take that those lessons and then inject them into any part of your life. Yeah. I remember sitting in our mastermind group, and Daniel Linders from Strata Choice. Yeah. I said, uh, I said, dude, how do you, how do you, you know, how, how do you keep showing up for BJJ, you know, or jujitsu? And he goes, mate, you just got to go for a belt. Just pick, totally. pick a belt. Totally. And, and you, you give out belts. Yes, at each I do. Of, see the cues that you have instilled through the workshops are um, they contain all the elements of acknowledging, mm. um, rewarding, yep. um, and, and they seem to create a sequence of events that, that go into forming a habit, that go into changing people's lives. Yep, yep. It yeah. really, really happens. Yeah, thank you. Um, what were you going to um, tell me about Headspace and Balance? Or tell us about Headspace and Balance? I don't believe in balance. Okay. Hey, I, I, I accept that. I believe in focus. Uh-huh. Coming back to the kids, right? I have kid focused time and I have work focused time. Mm. I have health and fitness focused time. So it's not necessarily trying to balance it all because it's one coming back to the flow, but it's it's looking at because people go, I want to balance life stuff. I want, I want to balance life. Okay, great. But it's when you have focus, so you focus on your health and fitness and just, and take out all the other crap that is in your day, then that's a sense sense perception of balance, right? It's just what you focus on. Where we stuff up, right, is that when we're training, we're exercising, and we're thinking about what we're cooking for dinner. Mm. Or we've got time with the kids, and we're thinking about the emails. And that's when that sense of overwhelm, the sense of frustration, the sense of, oh my goodness, it's all too much, mm. kicks in. Mm. But when we're focused on the task at hand, that we can do whatever we want to do. We have the energy to do the to do what we need to do, right? It's just shifting your focus at that point in time and maintaining that focus. Man, I gotta throw my phone in the bin. <laughs> like that is, uh, you know, if if the if the kid example in the morning of the kids seeing totally. you've got your phone and they're seeing a shift, they see the shift in focus, they see yep. the uh, the weakness or the or the lack of focus, and it's just. It's all and and I'll tell you this story, and I'll tell you this story with my little ritual in the car, yeah? Yep, before, so, before you get home, yeah, before so, you walk in. So I'll share, share with everyone is, is um, obviously seeing clients and, and asking lots of questions and high energy and rah, 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 just, so all systems go. But 
when I come home and I take that same headspace, same energy and same me elements of me into the home. My stepdaughter Riley, she calls she calls me Shorty. She goes, Shorty, I'm not one of your clients. Get out. <laughs> I come home and pepper her with questions yeah. and so forth and blah blah blah. So so what I do is in the car I have a little ritual. It's like, okay, cool, who do I need to be right now? I need to be the awesome dad and the loving husband. Okay, fantastic. When was a time that I experienced that? That I just really felt it was just in the flow, it was good hugs and rumbles and all that kind of stuff. And I go back into that time and I can really associate myself then I go and open up the door of home. And I go, Dad's home. Um, and then, boom, it's a whole, still me, but I'm accessing different parts of me, different yeah. characteristics of me, and I'm more present, right? So that's a huge thing. And same thing with, you, with your business and your work environment. If, if you go into, into a sales meeting, if you go into a prospect meeting, if you go into an appointment, and you've still got your email head on, dude, you're going to get smashed, right? Yeah. It's who do you need to be when you're going to that sales yeah. appointment. You need to be the leader. You need to be the confidence. You need to be charismatic. You need to have knowledge. You need to have all those different characteristics. With, but they're all in you. You've got 72 different characteristics inside of us. We need to just draw upon them, for, right? You can't be the 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 detail-oriented person that's slow-mo that's trying to go through emails because your energy is going to be poor. It's going to be low. You're not going to connect. But you need to have those elements in your sales meeting, mm-hmm. sales appointments, to really nail it. Mm. And that's why it's so important, coming back to that focus of who do you need to be at that point in time yeah. and accessing those different characteristics. Yeah, yeah I think um, I think some, some, some ritual um, or roll cards just to have in the car just before you're jumping out, if you're jumping out at a meeting, quickly reading a message. Totally. Going, who do I need to be right now? Yep. Sales meeting. Boom. Yes. And, you know. And, and, you know, it's the different, different hats, but it's the... And that's where, like, we, we talk ideal weeks, right? Yeah. The good thing about ideal weeks, it's not necessarily the chunks of time, right? But it's who you are in those chunks of time. That's the essence of it. All right, right. drill down for me. Okay. So I'll explain. The ideal week is exactly that. It's it's how we focus our time throughout the day, throughout the week. So we could have, you know, your morning rituals like your exercise in the morning. You could have, and I'll quick, quickly, yeah, how, how we formulate your ideal week is you put in your big chunks. Put in the most important things in your life. So your health and fitness, your family, yeah, all that kind of stuff. Um, so you put them in throughout your week. Then you go recurring appointments. So what do, what do you have? It could be team meetings. It could be sales meetings. It could be appointments that you have each and every week. And then if you're in a job, you put other parts of your role. If you're in a business, and where else that you need to spend time and energy within your business throughout that week. So yep. there's your ideal week. Yep. So you've got now chunks of time throughout the week of where you need to be focusing your time and energy. But more importantly, it's your headspace. Mm-hmm. So you have chunks. It could be your Monday morning sales meeting. Who do you need to be in that meeting, right? Is going to be different on when you're going to cover your admin in the afternoon for the 90 minutes. Yeah. Same person, same you, but different characteristics, right? And this is where having a, a, an ideal week set up, you have that focus on. You're more productive because you're, you're tapping onto the characteristics that you need to tap into. And dude, you get so much more done. So, so dude, I think I think you, you know you you might have hit the nail on the head with something. When I finish setting up my ideal weeks, um, and I'm and it's it's always a moving target, right? You always have to reset goals, and that reshapes your week. Always, um, which is perfectly okay. But definitely within a couple of days of a new ideal week, I think the first thing that comes over me is when you get home and you've just 
squeezed everything in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then you've got that Wednesday night workout, you just go, man, switching roles, I'm so exhausted. I just want to kind of cut that part out and then maybe start again on Thursday and and sometimes that laziness breeds laziness, but it's the shifting roles that does Mm. tire you out or tires me out. So um, how do you manage that? So it's called breaking state. Breaking state. Yep. So you're in it. Uh, you've been running around. You've been in certain meetings on the Wednesday afternoon. You've been accessing certain characteristics, and we need to break state. So how we break state is a couple of ways. Is that we depend on how long you have. You, if you need to break state quickly, is that a good jumping up and down ten times, right? Looking up into the ceiling, always does it. Because what happens looking up, you start to shift. Um, you start to shift from conscious to unconscious. And what happens is also you, you, your jumping starts to release the hormones and you start shifting your energy. So then that's the quick way. Another way is to do uh, a 10. Now, a 10 is something that fulfills you, makes your heart sing. A good, uh, one of my mentors, Dr. Fred Gross, taught me this, this amazing method. It's identifying the things that make your heart sing. And in quick summary, we have 10s. These are the things that you could do half a dozen a day, from having a nice cup of coffee to getting kissed by a loved one, ringing a mate, whatever it is, something that fills mm-hmm. you up, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the thing is, is I can have this cup of coffee here, and I could be drinking it while I'm talking to you and not realize I'm drinking it, but I could stop, look in the coffee, have a drink, and actually be present with the coffee and go, that's a nice mushroom coffee, mm-hmm. right? So different. Mm-hmm. So it's about being present with these tins. Now, we need to have a list of around about 30 different tens that you can choose as a smorgasbord, as a menu base. So you can have a drop down and boom, that's the one I'm going to do. And that immediately shifts your state. Then we go into 25. Now, 25s are something like you could do once a fortnight. You couldn't do them daily because it's too much, but once a fortnight. It could be a date night. It could be movies. It could be hanging out with the mates. Whatever it is that you could do um, once a fortnight. Then we have our 50s. Now, 50s is something that you do every couple of months, maybe once a quarter. It could be you know a little holiday, could be whatever it is for you. Yeah, a beautiful meal out, and so these are these are 50s. That's every couple of months. Yep. Couldn't do them every day. Then we move into 75. Now, 75s are something like a yearly or or once every two years. They're big, the big things. It could be yep. an overseas holiday. It could be renovations. Whatever it is for you, it's a big ticket item. Now, the difference between a 75 and a 100 mm-hmm. is, is 100 is tax deductible. <laughs> <laughs> so how do you make that overseas trip a tax deduction? <laughs> That's the difference. Sure, sure. So, I like that. Okay. All right. I'm going to try that, man. Mm. Um, so, um, defining um, moments of 2017 for you. Because I feel like this has been a massive year for you, dude. Yeah, I, well, it's funny because I um I made my family, my mum, dad, my mother-in-law, and even ourselves a calendar, and I even just just took photos, just downloaded photos from my own phone into a memory stick, and I got a calendar, and we went through it. Now I went, just 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 my own phone. And my goodness, it's been a huge year. Yeah, and I think one of the biggest changes for us this year so we had a goal for this year was to move to bali for the year and we we left and in the beginning of the year and the goal was for 12 months and 
end of March, we decided, you know what? It's a better place to holiday than to live. So we moved back. And I think that whole process, even though it was short-lived, no regrets, but it was an amazing time, an amazing experience for us and also for the kids um, to spend that time overseas and to live abroad and to still run the business from over there, come back once a month. Um, and I think that was a, a big defining moment for us for this year. I think it can be a really humbling experience to, to just shift shift places for a couple of yeah. months. Yeah. Especially for kids, right? Because oh, they don't... That was the biggest thing for them. Their school over there, like it was an international school and it was the best thing we ever did. Because if we went in there, Aussie principal, amazing guy, beautiful soul, him and his wife, his wife was year six teacher. And um, I walked in there the first day and they had all these business books, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, How to Win Friends and Friends and Influence. And it's like, I said to him, I said, like, what are all these business books doing on the on the board? He goes, oh, that's what we teach the kids. I went, I'm sold, let's go. Straight yeah, away. Sure. And just the, the shift that I saw in the kids, like each, it was like over 40 nationalities in this school. Yeah, it's beautiful. And then that that um, juxtaposed with uh, the way they they make you to live, um, some of the locals and how 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 different that is. Yeah, totally um, incredible. And and because it obviously gives you a sense of appreciation and a sense of gratitude, and I think yep. that's what uh, that's what I suppose maybe some of the the modern day um, I don't know if we call them millennials they maybe they lack they don't like the um, the acknowledgement of how difficult. Uh, life could have been for people like my, you know, for example, parents that might have migrated from another country, starting with nothing exactly. and then building the way themselves yep. all the way up. Yep. So um, I'm noticing that. I mean, uh, for for me, like, uh, I think that would have been a huge takeaway. And I know a lot of families when they have young families, mm. they do make a decision. It's on our vision board um, to 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 at some point go and live overseas for a while. Yep. Um, and hopefully in whichever in whichever way, you know, goals are funny when you set them. Sometimes they present themselves in really unique ways. And different times. <laughs> and, you know, and, and the detail that you put on it matters. <laughs> so <laughs> because true. Because you can, you, can, you can say there's seven things that I want and you characterise it and, um, and then you'll be surprised by the thing you didn't characterise yes. and you kind of go, oh, I didn't set that, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. And then you kind of just take it as it is and you move forward. Yeah. Sometimes um, I suppose it's easy to get precious and go, well, that's not right yet. Um, but you kind of accept it and give you pat yourself, you pat yourself on the back and go, well, that's what it is and next time you'll do it better. Yeah. Um, but... But the kids, um, you know, I'm, I'm really grateful that my pe- my family took us to Egypt. Yeah. Um, mainly for me, Egypt growing up, they t- used to take us every three years. Yep. Uh, I, I think what I gained is is the, the sense of family. Yeah, right. Uh, okay. Because it's only four of us here. Yeah. Um, so no cousins. But but I don't, I don't necessarily uh, uh, play out my day-to-day like I don't have a big family. Yep. I, I actually feel... Funnily enough, even though they're miles away, still um, know that they're there. I got a huge family, man. Yeah. I got cousins, and uh, I'm really grateful that I can talk about them that way. That's great. And uh, know that they're they're at an arm's reach, Damn. even though even though I can't be Facebook friends with them, because you know, like, <laughs> there are some ways in which we live our lives that would just be a little bit hard for them to 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 to, to be confronted with. Yeah. So um, yeah, Burning Man's in the private folder. That's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine if they saw that? Holy moly! Exactly. Um, so any and in 
terms of you being away from your business, uh, I wouldn't necessarily say that your business shrunk because you went overseas, but what did happen for you? Um, no, it didn't shrunk, but it didn't continue to grow. Okay. Right? And so what I mean by that, and one of the biggest things is, one of my personal values, and this is one of the, one of the biggest, biggest aha moments for me moving over there, is one of my biggest values is connection, right? And, you know, for us sitting here face-to-face, connection, that's really important to yeah. me, right? Yeah, man. Totally different is if I was in Bali and we are doing this, totally different connection. And so what I was realising was that I was missing that connection. Even yeah. though I was doing, you know, webinars and sessions and all that kind of stuff online, it's like I can't put my hands through yeah. and... and, and and see your body language and give you a hug and, you know, do that, do our walks. Yeah. You know what I mean? That kind of stuff. Yeah. And so I start to miss that. Mm. I really start to go, you know what, this is, this is, yeah, it's, it's good. I'm coming back once a month, but it's not, not enough. And, and so the business was, it was, was steady, right? As soon as I came back and as soon as people knew I was back, it was just like, boomed. It just went boom. And yeah, it's just phenomenal. Yeah, the, the, the well, man, um, you know, you uh, have a presence. Thank you. You, you, and, and Penny has a presence. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like I've said it, I've said it to many people. I think, I think, um, I think, I think you guys have a gift. Yeah. And and your presence is is definitely all there. Uh, there's nothing better than um, uh, being guided by a person that is actually gr- quite grounded. Um, and has has their firm fir- has their feet firmly on the ground um, because there's a lot of people out there that can guide you, uh, but let's say they might be a bit flighty, mm. um, and uh, you want to you want to have the right guides uh, in life, you know. And and so I don't know why it's been coming up for me, man. But you know, realize that um, maybe through my parents, maybe seeing them, that life is short, so uh, and you only really have one chance. So, you you know Nadine and I were talking a lot about this and that when I've been doing one of the one of the one of the other big people that came into my life this this year was a guy named Jordan Peterson. He's a he's a psychologist. He has YouTube videos. He has a podcast. And uh, and man, I tell you, I don't know what it is about being able to understand. Uh, I think first, uh, I think he, my first fascination for him came through understanding some of the biblical stories. Yeah. And his interpretation of them, which is a modern day interpretation of, wow. of a story that you might you might say was carved into a cave, yep. that many people for many thousands of years chose to form an ideal about how life should be lived yep. by a translation of a story. And it may have come down through various translations, but kind of all about the same translation. Yep. And then that's formed people's actions and how we live each day and so how true. we how we interact and then so let me, let's just say if we've been going down this path of thousands and thousands of years of patterns and ideologies that we've instilled through generations it's um, like i'm sure it's deep in the genetic blueprint totally. um it, it would even so so if i then said to you after all the time well why don't i re play you this story and have this translation which might even make even more sense today and you kind of go wow holy shit so so let me ask you then 
how much of what I do and how much of what I believe is really correct and how much do I need to go back and break that down and reshape it and re-understand it. And then if I do that, how, how does that, like, what about my family? What about what they believe? And what about their cultural um, boundaries? And then you kind of go, well, so effectively, they've lived their lives formed by an ideal. It wasn't their fault. They yep. just kind of got sucked into a vacuum. Correct. And you know what happens when people um, change the, the vacuum? You've got to turn it into a communist country because then you can't give people a say. Yep. And then you've got to clean it out. Yep. And then, and I think, you know, the whole uh, a democracy to communism to democracy is how the engine works. Yep. You've got you to gotta take away people's rights if you're going to change it all of a sudden, change the rules. You've got to lock them all up and get them doing all the same thing and don't give anything more to one person than you give to the other otherwise you know bad Correct. stories so then I kind of go well I heard this story on uh, there's a podcast called The Good Life right. of this of this lady named Tara Rai and uh, man dude me and, me, and, me and Nadine just sat on the porch when we went down south and we just listened to this podcast it's funny what you think we might get up to <laughs> but you know we're, we're doing a lot of work a lot of self improvement work and uh, she came from a background uh, where she didn't really have a strong education, but she was given this opportunity, and her mother um, really encouraged her, even though it was so beyond the means for to be able to send this girl overseas and, and become, become educated. And uh, the father was, you know, obviously probably drowning. His, I think he was, you know, an alcoholic. Mm. Just trying to cope, yeah. obviously, and the mother's trying to give hope. And that hope ended up meaning that she could go overseas and she got a wow. master's degree and she became a doctor. Um, and uh, she was talking about being given the opportunity or the baton, the baton of a possibility um, is really a, a, a once in a lifetime opportunity for you to take and transform. Yep. Now, if you don't take that, and you don't transform it, and you don't create new patterns for yourself and your offspring and the, and the generations to come, well, then you're just repeating past behaviour. And then you don't come or go and make the world any better because um, you're not any better and you don't go to seek it out. Correct. So, and, you know, I, I, I come from um, a, a, an interesting background with really, really strong ideals. Yep. Um, I don't know what it is, uh, but I think fundamentally, I think... Um, my, my, my family has and cultures have formed ideals and then and then shifted countries all together totally and then tried to bring those ideals those into this through. new environment and just went into lockdown yep. so what do you do when you go into lockdown you amplify those ideals so much more so that it's so hard for the, for for kids to potentially integrate into those other ideals. Yep. So you start to seg seg segregate yourself out. And really fortunate that I've spent thirty years trying to amalgamate um, this 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 web of of possibilities and experiences, mm -hmm. and now trying to detangle it um, into 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 breaking it down and really understanding what the hell's just happened. And then spinning your own web. And then spinning your own web. So I've spent 30 years yeah. or so, um, you know, probably the purest was probably when I was one. Yep. And then um, and then after that, you start to, you just take on what everyone else is, is, is feeding Stuff. you. Your, your body develops because, of, you know, actually I was telling my girlfriend the other day, 
I think I eat a lot because I didn't have a choice. My parents gave me, they <laughs> overfed me, and they told me to finish my food. And now I'm Look a big eater, right? Yeah, yeah. So like, blame if, it on them. What, like, if you had me back at one, <laughs> and you just gave me a portion that was, you know, then I wouldn't be like this. So, um, but no, so uh, but so you know, and these are and these are the habits. So, um, trying to really, really um, take on board the fact that you do have a chance to break all those things away be better and and take that baton and not keep living the same past things that you know you're so sick and tired of anyway um, and just really being open to, to the universe and what and, it can bring you and, and I'll come a big blue when, whenever I start working with someone I explain the analogy of this is we're, we're, we're going through life with blinkers on and what my role is as a coach is to increase the vision and start to take those blinkers off to make you realize that wow there is so much more out here yeah. than just my own perception yeah you know they've got more resources i could be more resourceful all these different aspects of life that when you before you came you just had your own vision and that's where the question that's where self-awareness is so important and and continually questioning yourself does this does this habit, does this ritual, does this pattern help me or hinder me? Mm. Where is this coming from? Is this serving me or, or is it not? And then what do I need to do to start change that? Mm. You know, is it a pattern that I've always played out? Is it a pattern where I took on from my you know, loving parents? Yeah. Thank, thanks to them. You know? and, 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 and continually question because we're, we're creatures of habit, we're creatures of pattern. We've talked about this so, so much already about what are your habitual things that you do on a daily basis will get the goals that you've or not get your goals based on your habits mm. and but it's looking at that process and reviewing every time once a week once a month review 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 does this help me or does this hinder me mm. it's so important to continually ask yourself those questions what, hab- what habits um, do you what habits are new that you would like to bring into your space this next year for me because of because of 2017 was a, there's a there was a fair bit of change for me, um, obviously with move and, and so forth. For me, it's sticking to the game plan. Yeah, um, I've already mapped out the whole 2018 calendar mm-hmm. um, of all my all, all my events, and then also the events that I'm going to. So it's it's already mapped out. Holidays are already in, and it's that's the that's the game plan for this year. Excellent. I bet that makes it just so. You you must look forward to it so much. Totally. And and then and having Nat on board with that and knowing when you can book holidays and you know because it's like, where twenty seventeen was like oh cool we've got a sail on let's go you know Mm. like yeah where I'm like okay I need a little bit of a plan here I can't just you know (laughs) drop everything and go where here it's like okay cool if we want to do that here are the weekends that we can do that yeah. You know, it's like cool. Everyone's on the same page. Yeah, me, me and Nadine started a vision board. Awesome. We've been, we've been working on it. Great. Uh, we've got some. Uh, we've got the the world map on there. Fantastic. And we've got uh, so on the left we've got pictures, and on the right we've got our timeline, our yep. next twelve to twenty four month timeline, the big wow. big rocks that we want to see. We've got, nice. got our hol- all our holidays booked in, and um, you know what it's like, man. You just got to get it on there, bro. So true. You just got to get it on there. You just got to do it. Because there ain't much, like, everything we've put 
on there or when I look back at my, my, my dream book from when I was a child, um, they're all getting ticked off. Yeah. But back when you, when you said it, it's like pie in the sky type stuff, right? Yep. It's like you're looking up at the Northern Star and you kind of got to work out a plan. Um, but that's what, that's what I think um, uh, it's all about. It's about looking, uh, well, being, number one, but also leaning forward um, to, towards what you want and, and, and having the guts to, to, to so go, just go for it. And, and put it out there. Yeah, and put it out there. And because you'd be surprised what happens, man. So surprised. Yeah. So surprised. And, and you know, if it's the pigeon that gets caught in your little cupboard in the balcony that you think got there because it was going to send you a message, well, <laughs> let me tell you, man, all the all the eggs aligned after we went for that walk and I had those three deals. <laughs> and and it was like chaos for me, man. Yeah. It was like chaos. Yeah. This, this year... Um, I'm at a bigger level and I've had to face bigger decisions yep. and I've had to had to back myself even more yep. and even better things have happened, right? But at the, at the end, throughout that whole sentence that I just wrote out there, there is antagonistic um, and, and, and proact- proactive change. You've got to lean forward and then you've got to battle and then, you know, you, you get the outcomes and they're... Um, it's been it's been awesome. I'm, I am really looking forward to two thousand and eighteen. You will continually, and we've talked about this before, continually get taps. And that's the universe. You know, if you don't listen to those taps, you'll get the, the universe will send you a lesson that you need to stop and li- listen to it and learn from it and grow from it. If you don't listen to the taps, you get the four B two. Yeah. Bit of bit of timber across the back of the head. Yep. <laughs> and if you don't listen to that, Mac He'll give you the Mac truck. <laughs> <laughs> I must admit, man, sometimes I need a Mac truck. And, and sometimes we do. Yeah. Sometimes we need just to smack <laughs> us on our ass and you go, stop, I'm yeah. going to put you in bed, I'm going to put you in hospital, but you're going to stop and listen to this. Yeah, yeah. So true. Yeah. So and then let me tell you. The bounce back from a Mac oh. truck is guaranteed, Whoa. right? You either don't get up. Or when you get up, you make a change. As Willie Jolly says, setback is a setup for a comeback. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. That's great. Yeah. So um, I want to I wanna, um, know in terms of, like, what have you learnt from the past year other than I'm going to stick to my game plan? Some of the big lessons for me throughout 2017 is is maintain the purpose. So I had a couple of shiny balls throughout the year that I thought I could juggle and realise that I couldn't. And it was a humbling experience to realise, you know what, work at your strengths and, and get others to manage your weaknesses. Mm-hmm. And for me to have too many balls in the air... I take my focus of what I'm truly passionate and here to, on this earth to do, and then everything, everything goes by the wayside. You ran a, you you had a, a really big goal this year that you you uh, achieved. I was um, really really proud of <laughs> of of your goal. Um, I really was, man, because I saw it go up on the calendar the year prior, um, and you know I know that things happen, and it's quite easy to tell people that you're going to set up an event you know, nine months down the track, and it's so far away that if things happen, you know you can shift it 
uh, but I knew this one was really important to you. Mm. Um, I made sure we got there early because it, I, I, I wanted to uh, I wanted to see you uh, experience that whole thing uh, yeah. because you know man I know there's lots of setbacks but t- tell us about what you did and um, and yeah tell us about the event. yeah so this is this has been a thought a 10 year thought right 10 years 10 years just like what would it be like if I could just have a room full of is that the tax deduction is that the hundred yeah there you go there's a hundred <laughs> <laughs> awesome um, if I could have like Friends and clients and people that I want to be around all in the same room and celebrate and have a celebration. And so this year was our first Goals Tribal World Night. Um, a number of weeks ago, it was a it was a black tie function at Dalton House in Sydney, and it was just an amazing event. Like really, yes, I put in the diary the year before, but it, it all came together in six weeks. It was just like. Two weeks before, I was just really crapping my pants, going, "How the hell are we going to do this?" Mm-hmm. But it, like in most most events, it all comes together in the last two weeks, mm. and it just, it, yeah, it was a most memorable and amazing evening. It was just, I loved it. And um, are you going to um, how often do you want to run yearly. an event like this yearly? Great. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought the speakers were really good. Yeah. The one thing that really, really did ring home for me was a, the, the story of the Iron Man, the ultra runner, Guy Leach, um, and what he said about how his coach totally yeah. said, uh, "Okay, we're gonna we're gonna set a goal. You're gonna write what you think you can do, and I'm gonna write what I think you can do. Yep. And then we're gonna re- score, and we're gonna record it. Yep. And um, I think there's a lot to be said for recording." Um, you know, to, uh, recording your results within within a couple of weeks, you start to take interest in what you're recording. Correct. And what you measure, you can manage. Yeah. And he says, Guy Leach is you know a world swimming champion, world Ironman, multiple, multiple, multiple years. And he said, from the age of twelve, when he started hitting that pool in lane one, where the coach at the time was the Australian swimming coach. And anyone from lane six, seven, and eight was even in the Australian team, Olympic team, or world team. And he knew one day he'd get to that level. But he realized that he had to step it up a notch, and so did his coach. And that's why, as you said, every week he'd hand his diary in of what he did, um, give himself a rating out of 10, and then his coach would rate him out of 10, and they'll have a chat about the difference. And he did that from the age of 12 to the age of 35. And he said he could fill a whole room up full of his notebooks. Wow. Now, that is a world champion. Yeah. yeah that sure is. That is a world champion. And, yeah. and he even said, you know, his resting heartbeat was 35. And if he if, if his resting heart rate was 100 at competition morning, yeah. he would lose. That's intuition. That's in tune with, with excellence. That's in tune with going that extra mile. Yeah. It's elite. Yeah. It is elite performance. Yeah, and it's got nothing to do like when once you start doing numbers like that, it's got nothing to do with uh, being physically gifted, um, just being lucky to live in the right climate or having the best venue. It is persistence totally. and repetition. Totally. Yeah. Totally. And that's you know that's like when we do our thirty day sprints, 
and this is so important when we when we do rate the will, is that we have um, the will of life, right? And you you can do it a number of different ways. You can have the will of life, so all the different areas of your life, and you rate the week before of how you were out of ten. Rate yourself out of ten. If you were a ten out of ten, if everything was just perfect for you for that week, or if it just had no attention at all, it was just out the window. And when you start to join the dots of rating yourself out of each spoke is a different category of your life, and when you start to join the dots, you can see actually where your focus is. And that's by having this continual review, focus and rating yourself out of 10. It could be even just within your business. How are you with your lead generation? How are you with your client fulfillment? How are you in business structure? How are you with your conversion? How are you with the team? And rating yourself each week, you'll get to see where your energy is in different parts of your business. Mm. That's where focus is. Mm. And you can have it all, but it's, you've just got to have that focus at that point in time. Yeah. So, so. Is, 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 the, um, is, the, is the important part of the 30-day sprint more an acknowledgement of your awareness and where you need to readjust so that we can constantly be readjusting and sharpening the saw? The yes, that's part. But what happens out of most events? You you look at all your past events that you've been to. What happens majority of times that we come off an event and we get super pumped and super excited, mm-hmm. and then what happens at peaks? And then what can happen in two ways? We can take the material and actually start to implement it. We can put it in the bottom of the drawer and don't worry about it again. And tell everyone, gee, that was an amazing course. What the 30-day sprint enables you to do is to take that material and be accountable and check have those check-in points to ensure that you actually implement that stuff, mm. to ensure that you maintain that momentum, maintain that activity, maintain the accountability, to report in, to check in, because we can make all the justifications and, and be in denial and, and all the excuses that we want to ourselves, but when you actually got to report to the tribe, this is where the group accountability is so important that's a different level of accountability, mm. right? And then when we can rate ourselves on the different areas of our business each week, once again, it helps us to stay on track yeah. so we don't come up peak and then come crashing down and get back into the trenches of business and the day-to-day grind. We're realizing that we need to stay true to our plan because that enables us to reach our goals quicker. Mm-hmm. It's it's getting out of the trenches every each week to look at the goalposts. Are we on track? Are we on track? Are we on track? They get down into the trenches, then come back up. Are we on track? Are we on track? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, there's a time for work. Totally. Where you go, you kind of go, okay, I'm going to surrender to the plan. Yep. And I'm just going to fully just commit to it. Yep. But and you know what? Saying that, it's still part of the plan. Of course. Right? Because you getting into the trenches and doing the trench work, there's a correlation to your plan. There's a correlation to the number of sales that you need to make. Mm number of claims that you need to do, like, it all ties back, but you're just in the trench work rather than the planning work, mm-hmm. rather than the, the vision work. Yeah. It's all part of it. So when is when is this run planned for, mate? June. June. Yeah, right. So we're, we're six, six months, months out. You got a crew? Uh, yeah, I've got Jason Benninger's going to do it with me. Yeah. And um, I'm sure my sisters will... Maybe. I haven't asked them yet, but I'm sure they'll I'm sure come they'll, out and support. I'm sure, I'm sure they'll uh, pray for you, mate. Nat, Nat, <laughs> Nat, I'm not sure about the kids yet, but Nat will be out there. So, Great. Yeah. I wanted to um, I wanted to say another another um, 
I mean, did you have anything you wanted to talk about? Because I wanted to just mention one other thing, yep. but I um I've been asking you a ton of questions. So Go for it. No, okay. um, I w- I've been through listening to Jordan Peterson. Um, so a- outside of some of the biblical, tra- you know, tra- retranslations he does, he does a lot of other um, talks about uh, maps of meaning um, and how we how we map meanings to things and, and how we behave and our yep. behaviour and things like that. Um, he talks a lot about traits of conscientiousness and um, orderliness and, mm. and certain interesting concepts. But um, he has a thing called the self-authoring program, right. and it's. It's ridiculous. It's like 14 bucks or something like that. It's online. And uh, runs you through a timed questioning process that goes through t- three things. Your past authoring. Yep. Self-authoring. Right. And future authoring. Fantastic. And, um, and for example, past authoring gets you to break up your life into six periods of time. And then, um, and then it asks you to define six moments that you can remember pretty clearly within each period so you might say from zero to seven you know you might say primary school secondary school work uh, or study in college etc yep and uh you've then got to once you pick your your experiences it gets you to write about somewhere like up to 50 to 50 words to 200 words i think up to that, and if you go over the limit, it asks you to shorten it down, and then it, it, it takes you through the process. Um, you know when you go back and you drill down mm-hmm. into some of those phases. I mean, I think I think I could remember things pretty clearly um, from about. I could remember a couple of really like five years old, seven years old, nine years old. Man, my memory was really good. Really good. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, when I say really good, there are moments you will remember very clearly, um, and it, and it and it, it it's kind of important to notice what moments they are because the odds are is that if you can remember them so clearly and you can interpret them and you can write a story about them, number one, that's an important act yep. to be able to go back to a, an experience and write a story about it because it's probably the only time in your mind that you're actually shift, shifting through and aligning things into a proper sentence so it has meaning for you totally. as opposed to you just going for the ride. Yep. Um, with a different set of eyes. With a different set of eyes. So when I'll just interrupt there. Yeah, so no. When I was doing my trainings in neurolinguistic programming and timeline therapy and hypnosis, we we'll, we we went through processes. That you have all your memories stored between day dot and to the present, and even before day dot, right? You can go back then, and consciously you remember what you just told me. You can remember those milestone events consciously, but when you look at your subconscious or unconscious state, you can actually tap into every point, every meaningful point, because at the age of zero to seven was where majority of our beliefs and behaviors are formed, right? So that's when it's a big change process that goes on in your world. You can remember what happened between first three months. You can remember what happened at childbirth, that you formed a belief around whatever it is that you formed the belief around. So I've taken clients back when I was doing my training at that point in time, and people were coming up with these amazing different experiences of realizing what they were like in the womb of how they took on a belief because they heard the parents fighting about money. So therefore they took on a belief around money that it is the root of all evil because they heard their parents mm. in the fetal fighting about money. And so they carry that into the net. Yeah. And so this is where we have all our memories stored upon our timeline. Yeah. And actually going back and looking at from an adult's viewpoint, from an adult set of eyes, and getting the positive learning from that 
from that could be in that negative event that set your pattern, set your beliefs up at that point in time. As soon as you, every event, no matter how horrendous, I've worked with clients and they've had some horrific stuff happen to them. As soon as they get the positive le- lesson, the negative belief starts to disappear. Disappear. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's it's a phenomenal process, and there is there is ways I think of. Uh, I mean, they've 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 picked up that genetic imprinting of um, certain behaviour uh, goes. Uh, I think like um, s- s- those slavery years. Mm. Um, there is there is um, genetic damage that goes down into children being born through that period that still evolve um, with certain predispositions to certain fear and, and, and totally. those sort of things that come from those yeah. periods. It's amazing. You talk about Penny, like we have had some we had some great dinner time conversations. I bet. But you know, like talking about bringing it through to the different generations, bringing it through yeah. all your DNA coding coming through ancestors, coming through generations, coming through historic times, it's like you it's some some way out stuff if you want to go down that path yeah. but it's just like wow cool really you've gone back to Egyptian times yeah, you've gone back yeah. to you know, Cleopatra yeah like, yeah yeah whoa. the Valley of the Kings <laughs> yeah, yeah, when I was uh, chartering the uh, <laughs> Nile cruise um, look man and uh, going through those experiences I just realised uh, number one how how much I am those experiences yep um, it, it actually really surprised me um, even uh, you know, like when you can go back to uh, some experiences from when you were 14 mm. and when you can see the imprint that they still have on your life today, you really get confronted with requiring to let go of that and, and sorting it out. Totally. And it says in when you're doing the course, like you might have to um, take a break from time to time. Yep. And I can tell you that, yeah, there are phases there where I write something. I've got to take a break for a couple of weeks, man. I got to, mm. I got to, I got to process it. Yeah, totally. Uh, really, kind of, and, and and make some decisions from it. So, knowing um, that I am so much a, a sum of all those experiences has really given me the um, the, the, the desire to. Um, grab that button and really shift uh, who I am and yep. uh, and I'm really looking forward to some big things next year Fantastic. I've, um, I've, I've been kind of planning in my mind what, uh, or on paper and putting some images to it because I'm visual what I want to do with the upstairs office awesome. uh, so uh, awesome. yeah that's going to be really exciting man huge. I've um, yeah I've got I've got like ideas of um, I want to I want to have like a, a, an exercise room yep. um, up there because I can do that like if I've got the space right I'm thinking well might as well, well right yeah. and then eventually we can we can expand the office into that space yeah. but I want to get um, an elliptical machine a rower and a treadmill I want to have um, like some playing surfaces in one of the rooms because you can do that and you can have an air con in there um, because you know like we got we got some big goals and I want my team to be healthy yep. um, and I really I really do not envisage myself running a, a business where my guys are too busy to keep fit and healthy mm. knowing what we just spoke about and totally. knowing that um, it's 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 your ability to be healthy in the mind healthy in the morning start out the day um, toughening that mental will yep. muscle yep. and then coming in and being able to perform they're one in the same for me, dude. Totally, totally. It's all they're in one in the same. Yep. Um, so true. So true. And uh, look, I'm, I'm, I'm really, I, I, I re- like, 
we're really busy, and but you've really got to take a leap of faith and, and really trust that uh, everything will come around. Yeah. And if, 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 if my team are nice and healthy and they're, and they're, and they're winning um, and, they're, and they're feeling great, then uh, they, they'll, they'll do great things. And so true. We're, we're, um, we're, we're really excited about our events. Yep. We're going to run, Theo and I are going to sit down and we're going to plan out um, our events come New Year. Fantastic. We've got a couple of client events. Like, dude, the client events that we ran. Oh, that like, one. We only ran two yeah. and we've been run off our feet just yeah, wrapping yeah. up the leads on those. Let me tell you something really cool that Theo does in the office. Theo's had this number that he puts on his desk on a yellow post-it note. Yep. And it started the year at 12. He wanted 12 clients this year. Fantastic. And every month he's been crossing it off and oh. crossing it off and the number's been going down. And come first week in December, um, he had four on there. And, uh, man, he was scrambling. <laughs> and he looked at it and it was... It, you can very, very easily kind of choose not to, you know, tell people what the numbers are for. But Victoria turned around... And to Theo, she goes, uh, I've been noticing these, these numbers going down from like 12 and 11 and, and now it was four. And, uh, and, you know, I haven't seen it now, like what's happened with it. And, man, he got busy. <laughs> he got busy and he went and got four clients. There you go. Let See? me tell you, dude, even that client that, you know, because you someone else in, tapped him on the shoulder. Yep. And said, hey, what are you doing? And I know, I, I know he probably would have committed to it, but... It definitely oh, helped, <laughs> right? It's like so true. And man, and he got it down, and he had it back up there, and he was crossing it oh, down, right. and went three, two, one, Fantastic. and Victoria got up and grabbed his hand and threw it in the air. It's uh, and Love it's it. it's great, man. And yeah. you know, Theo um, uh, was uh, was pr- quite critical as I was growing up, and I was doing. Um, we, we he did his finance course, I did my insurance course, and when we both graduated. Uh, he took. We went out to this really, really nice restaurant that yep. a good friend of mine used to run, Emmanuel Bernardos. He used to run this place called the Grand National. It was a right. fine dining restaurant. Um, which would you, we found out that Nadine, my partner, used to write his personal training programs oh, wow. at UNSW oh, Gym. Get God. that. Get that, right? I walk into his That's brother's crazy. restaurant down at Barrel. He's got a burger place. And we take a photo with him, send it back to him. He's like, can't believe how, no how, how, how small the world is. That is too small. Um, Love it. Love those stories. But, um, yeah, man. Anyway, dude, thank you. Um, this year, I think for me, um, the word that, that that puts it all together and, you know, I, I went for a snorkel uh, today and had a really good think about it, but momentum. Yeah. Um, I really feel that we 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 got uh, the gift of momentum this year, yeah. and it just comes with focus. You're right. So true. Um, and and good clean energy. Yep. Uh, and uh, we're gonna continue riding that, man. We're gonna we're gonna move in upstairs. Yep. We're Huge. gonna pump it, dude. Uh, you know, one of the things I'm really gonna overcome next year, and and I'm overcoming now is is this recruitment battle. Uh, I just cannot accept that there are no people out there um so we're really going to take it take it on uh, ourselves to really right. create a shift um i want to really do some public things i really yep. really want to turn it around and um i want to know that um not next month but in three to five years from today yep we have got a number of people that want to step into the industry of protection um insurance personal protection commercial protection um 
we're, we're really going to work on our onboarding program. Perfect. Um, man, we've got a, a great, I, to, I, I keep telling you about Richie P, Rich Peterson, yep. innovation genius. The, the guy, just whatever you think of, man, just give it to him. He'll, he'll make it happen Huge. by a click of a button. I've been receiving these uh, marine submissions that, yeah, yeah. Uh, for, for private pleasure craft. People complete this form and it comes through and I don't, I, I was down in Jervis Bay and I'm just hitting on the buttons in my automation system and the automation system is forming the, the email grabbing the insert, inserting it into the body, sending it to the underwriter, inserting the name of the client, inserting the name of the underwriter, and I'm just clicking buttons, dude, and they're just getting sent Every off. Like, like, it's been a busy new business yeah. couple of weeks, right? <laughs> right. And, I've, and, I've, and I've done so little. Mm. Um, so that, that excites me. Um, so continuing the momentum, getting leverage next year, yep. um, thinking big. Um, I'm really excited, man. Huge. Bring I'm, it on. I'm working with you. Bring it on. Appreciate it, brother. Pleasure. Well done. Thank you very well much, James. <laughs> <laughs>